This is Alec. And this is Jack. Welcome to another episode of Smith and Scholar. Smith and Scholar is a multimedia project dedicated to promoting and encouraging young men to pursue and live the good life. Well, we just finished talking about being a good son, then being a good brother, and today we're going to be talking about being a good father. No, no, we're not. Uh, I, I, I'm sidelined for that conversation, so and Alex, take it away. And that's exactly why we're not going to be getting into those topics, being a good father, being a good husband. Uh, I think we can learn a lot from what we already said about those. So, And yes, I didn't want to be giving a solo talk where Jack's just... <laughs> Nodding the whole time. Uh, I want to add this like, sorry, Jack, but that's wrong. <laughs> no kids, no opinion. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, instead, we are going to be talking about something a little bit different, still in the same vein of community, uh, brotherhood, sonhood, and that is... Locality. All right, I think, you know, this that's like the second or third time where we've done this, where I give the lead up and you... Locality. Deliver, so (laughs) maybe we'll have to make that a thing. (laughs) We can, I'm I'm game for it. Okay, so locality, and well... Just like some of the previous topics, you're probably wondering why locality, Um, and I think it'll make sense once we provide some context, because we've talked about relationships uh, kind of in general for the past four (laughs) or five episodes, and locality, well, in community, we talked about the importance of geography, and we're really going to be diving a little deeper uh, this time on that, that well, I guess making central the geography. Yeah, no, definitely. So like Alec just mentioned, we've already discussed community and we talked about heritage and why these ideas are important and why we consider them important specifically to our understanding of how to pursue and live the good life. And in a way, locality is the intersection between community and heritage. Um, and so as usual, let's start by nailing down a definition you know, what do we mean when we're talking about locality? And then we can move on to discussing its importance and its relevance to pursuing the good life. Yeah. So again, definitions in place, although we didn't define brother last time. So I think that was like a given, but, you know, <laughs> and we kind of expanded the definition outside of biological brotherhood. So, you know, all right. Yeah. Expanding our boundaries. The viewers can, and listeners can piece it together. It's like a puzzle, you know, figure out what the definition was, write us, tell us what you think the definition was. <laughs> And again, if you have sisters, you. <laughs> 12 sisters, right in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyways, back to locality. So um, one of the, well, the base word that you're probably picking up on is local. So um, let's go ahead and define local a little bit. And it is a place occupied by certain people or as a scene of particular activities. And Jack, as our Latin scholar, <laughs> what is the root word behind local? Yeah, so... Well, so it's actually the root for locality, um, because the root for local would be locus or place. So I mean, locus is place, and then but you know specifically for locality is localis, which I think is more of a late Latin word, um, but it means of a place or relating to a place. So again, just this idea of a place, Um, and the reason why that understanding makes sense and why it's important to understanding what we mean by locality is because for the most part, everybody comes from a particular place. Unless your family moved around a lot, like you were an army brat, or there were other circumstances that dictated that you couldn't be in one place for a substantial period of time, you probably spent 
the majority of your formative years during your youth in a particular place. Yeah, and so because you're coming from that certain place, um, a lot of what is in the area is going to be uh, helpful in defining who you are as a person. So whether it's your family and not just your immediate family, but you know, dating back throughout the years, it's going to be your heritage, which we talked about earlier. And the culture around you is also going to be an important aspect. So uh, family is definitely one thing. Also, the culture of the surrounding area, which is comprised of all the other families. And then if we can get into kind of more formative aspects of your youth, uh, your school, uh, your religious institute, if you attend one as a family. So all those different um, things are contributing. And then we'll go back to culture. And so all the cultures, customs, traditions, the way that your community kind of celebrates life and leisure uh, are also going to be central into who you are, where you're coming from. And so that's kind of the background of your locality and and why it should be important. Yeah. And then I hope you can see through that understanding why we consider it to be a a convergence of community and um, heritage. Um, and, you know, like, like Alex said, I think he summed it up perfectly by talking about culture and tying in leisure, like all the things we've been talking about and how they pertain to it, the particular place in which you have been. And, you know, not only, I, you know, I think locality doesn't, doesn't just shape you. Um, and it doesn't just, you know, the things that are in your locality don't just become part of your heritage, but in a way, you know, the locality or particularly the people and the institutions and the things that give you those things, like your, your, you know, the culture, um, all that stuff, they, they sacrifice a lot for you. I think, th- uh, you know, you can think about the communities you're a part of, right? Your family, uh, your schools, your places of worship. The people in those communities poured a lot of time, energy, and resources into you. I mean, everything from, you know, just being, think about school, like, you know, whether, um, you know, you went to a private school that your parents paid for, you went to public school provided by taxpayer money, like, there are a lot of resources that are being devoted to your education. Um, You know, same thing with places of worship, whether that's, you know, know, in the Catholic context, you know, sacramental preparation, um, continuing Catholic education, you know, Bible school um, for, you know, and Sunday school for, for Protestants. And then there, you know, there's other, other things like that and other faith traditions, you know, these things really make you who you are. Right. And, you know, in a way, if you have been successful, whether that's, you know, at your job, your education, um, you know, other, you know, other modes of defining success, you know, at least for us in the, in talking about pursuing the good life, you know, being a good brother, being a good, um, son, you know, having a family, raising a good family, uh, and pursuing the good life. If you're successful in those things, I think we can say that some of the degree of that success is the result of the foundation that was laid by those communities in your locality. And so, I mean, Alec, I guess I just have a quick question before we dive in a little more is like, do you, do you think that this has been a reality for you? What we just discussed, do you think this is true? Do you think your locality has shaped you? So I guess we've partially answered this question throughout the past few episodes because we talked about the importance of a community, family, our parents, our siblings on our life. And if you think about it, you're usually living with your family. So the locality is is pretty essential there because you're in the same household. You're definitely in the same geographical location. Your um, community, and it, that could include maybe extended family and whatnot, which I didn't have any around. But um, 
still friends and then the different activities that I engaged in when I was younger um, and then all throughout high school were definitely a formative part of my youth. And even if the drive was, you know, more than 20 minutes, it was still within my you know, reach that I was able to attend these and learn more about virtues. Um, you know, I did volunteering activities um, and then going to school as another aspect, which we've talked about multiple times, our teachers, definitely like if, if it weren't for going to the same high school, going to our high school, I don't think I'd be in the same position as I am now. Uh-huh. So I, I definitely have to say that locality, uh, the geography in which I grew up in definitely had a big impact. Yeah. And I think I can say the same thing. Um, you know, maybe more broadly for me, like I love Texas. I love, you know, I mean, being from Houston, I love Houston. And a big part of my goal when I went to college and then decided to go to law school was I want to come back to Texas to work and live here, start a family here. Because I think, and and that is, you know, that was just, it. I, you know, it's hard to explain, but you just have like an affinity, like it's an affinity for a place, right? And, you know, obviously it's different for different people, but you know, as we unravel this a bit more, I think you're going to realize, you know, why we think this is important to cover. But before we get there, I think it's just to sum up, you know, I think what Alec and I are really getting at is that, you know, who you are in part is a result of your locality. And so just think about that. So now, uh, why don't we talk a little bit about why we think locality is important? Yeah. So I also want to kind of frame this a little bit because you're probably hearing a lot of overlap with, uh, heritage, especially the national mm-hmm. heritage uh, aspects. And this takes it down to a more micro level. Yes. So in heritage, we talked about like um, your country and where you're coming from kind of generally. And now we're talking about a more more current, I guess, phase. Mm-hmm. And then also more, way more local, hence locality. Yes. So your municipal district or, you know, your whatever county mm-hmm. you're in, you know, your, or the I city. Mean, you could just say your neighborhood, even your yeah. neighborhood or, or, yeah, but very, like you said, Alec, very, very more, very much more of a microcosm than a macrocosm. Yeah. And so, as we said, uh, your locality does play a role in shaping who you are and it does sacrifice a lot, whether it's tax, um, time, effort, energy from other people in the community. So we can look at this maybe in the historical lens. Yeah. And so, it used to be that people remained in one place for a long time. Um, you know, you were born somewhere and you probably spent the majority of your life there and you probably died there. And your dad also spent the majority of his life there and died there. And your grandfather spent the majority of his life there and died there and so on and so forth. And so you were always a part of the locality in which you were developed and raised and you were constantly contributing to that locality, right? You know, you grow up, the, the locality, like we said, is putting a lot of time, effort, and energy into you, but you're there. So when it's time for you to be an adult, have a family, have a job, you're pouring right back into that locality, right? Now, um, I think particularly with more, pe- more people going off to college, getting advanced degrees, you know, wanting to do all sorts of things, which, which are great, um, they never return to their locality, right? Um, you know, you get to school, you get through school, you find a job. And that job takes you to a big city, New York, LA, DC. I mean, I can tell Houston, yeah, Houston, <laughs> where we are. And, you know, I can say without a doubt, there were a lot of people when I was at Notre Dame who, what this was the case, right? They come from all over, um, you know, people like me from cities like Houston that are bigger, but a lot of people from all over smaller suburbs, towns, and, you know, they come from there and they go to college, they get their job doing consulting or whatever, you know, working for big four accounting. I mean, that was just my experience because those are my friends. And they end up in these big cities. 
And, you know, what this results in, and this is a way like the, the sociological aspect, why I care a lot about this topic is the result it being a major brain drain and even an economic drain um, on localities, right? It's especially harmful for smaller towns and communities because all their best and brightest leave and don't come back. Like, um, it's harder to see in a place like Houston because it's so big and a lot of people are from here and a lot of people come back because it's such a huge place with a lot of opportunities. But, you know, if you come from, you know, you know, Podunk, Texas, and, you know, you're top of your class in your high school, you apply all over, you get into a good school, like, let's just, you know, say, you know, an Ivy or whatever. And all of a sudden, a lot of doors and opportunities are open to you and you decide to pursue those, which is fine, but you don't ever come back to that locality. And it just, you know, in a way it's damaging and it, you know, it's a brain drain. Like again, the best and brightest are being brought up. The locality is poured into you and now you're not, again, it's, you're not going back and pouring back into it. And, you know, I, people might think that I'm crazy talking about this, but there are social scientists. Um, and I know social science, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's not, it's not science, but it's, it's what we got on this. Um, have started to do some research and write about this phenomenon, this brain drain, um, this economic drain. So, I mean, we can provide links later. There's a book that just came out that I saw someone was talking about on Twitter and is a, a woman's personal experience in this regard. And, you know, we can link to that. We can link to some other things too. Yeah. I, I read an article a few months ago about a small town, I think in Michigan, that is uh, offering scholarships for young people to come back mm-hmm. uh, to their town where they grew up or just young people in general to come to their town and, and set up businesses. And, and so it's like a grant system to, I guess, reverse the effects of brain drain. Yeah. And so there are definitely initiatives out there that are helping this. And again, coming from Houston, it's not the same uh, problem. Right. And then also, I think a lot of people think about brain drain in the more international mm-hmm. sense, because that's, we think of people coming to the U.S. from their country, uh-huh. coming to go get a master's degree and then staying in the U.S. Uh, to get a job with their newly acquired master's mm-hmm. degree. but as as you mentioned, Jack, there's a greater recognition of brain drain within the United States in smaller towns where these uh, young people are going to different cities uh, to experience something else and then not come home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And so that's like the background, right? I, 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 th- I just wanted to, we wanted to put this in context because otherwise you're like, why are we talking about this? So that's the broader context. Why don't we go ahead and talk about why, like, you're probably thinking, okay, we have the context, but still, what the heck does any of this have to do with pursuing the good life? Like, why are we even talking about this? So, Alec, do you want to dive into a little bit about why we see this as important to pursuing living the good life? Yeah, and so I think it's pretty clear, again, with with the recent topics all on relationships and how we relate to others, uh, one of the main uh, um, cardinal virtues that we talk about with relationships is justice and it's giving what is due. And again, as we talked about your locality, your community has sacrificed a lot to help you. And so it's just that you return the favor. And then additionally, kind of going into this, uh, well, we talked about it in terms of piety, this respect for your elders and respect for your uh, nation. I think, you know, maybe not piety, but rather charity Mm -hmm. is how we can, uh, kind of we can love our locality we can love our area like you said i love texas Mm -hmm. and i love texas too let it be known (laughs) um and then so uh, we can look at through that lens justice and charity and since we know that everything that we have or a lot of what we have is a result of 
our parents, our family, our community, everything around us. And it's given us that foundation to move forward in our life, to be able to grow in virtue, to build relationships with other people as we grow up, uh, to learn more skills and become men in this Mm -hmm. life. It's only just that we help build the community uh, continually and further by uh, giving back, whether with its or whether with its with. Sorry, I'm just I'm getting tongue tied on that. Whether <laughs> we do it with our time, money, effort, or most importantly, I think our physical presence in the community. Yeah, and I you're I think you're spot on. And you know when we disregard, you know, the localities that in a way made us, we're failing to practice justice, right? And you know, I think it would be imprudent of us, imprudent, so not prudent, to suggest that, like you were saying, there's any one way to pay back our localities. There's a lot of different ways. Um, I think physical presence is one of the most important, but, you know, Alec mentioned, you know, time, money, resources, energy, all of those are great. Um, and But because everyone has a different background, you know, a different experience and a different relationship with their locality and the communities within, you have to find, you know, you have to exercise. So here's where prudence comes in. You have, if you take this seriously, you have to be prudent about the ways in which you can go about doing this. Um, but given that we're not going, we think, find it imprudent to suggest one specific way. I think what we can say is that we highly encourage all men to think deeply about the locality from where they came and recognize that something is in fact owed to that locality. Um, and to thoughtfully discern, you know, what can be done in justice for their locality. And, um, you know, I think, you know, maybe we could talk a little bit about it later, but, you know, there might be some, we can maybe brainstorm some of the ways in which we think that we can give back to our locality. I definitely have a few ideas. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, But, you know, going beyond justice, I think, um, and and I, this was kind of what I was saying about, you know, my affinity for Texas and for Houston. I think what we feel towards our locality sometimes is more than just the fulfillment of this obligation and the actualization of justice. It's kind of similar to what we were talking about, about siblings, where, you know, you kind of get plopped down, you know, you're born and you have like siblings and they're like, okay, you have to be good sibling because that's your brother, that's your sister, but that grows, right? I think that's similar with locality. And so, you know, for some of us, the feeling may be may become, you know, more than just about justice, but one that's actually about charity or love. Yeah. And again, starting with this sense of uh, storge, love of storge, um, again, just love or uh, dutiful love towards others. We're going to have that because we grew up there and it's a common trope, I think, in a lot of uh, youth literature and whatnot, especially in the genre of uh, pop punk. One of my favorite genres (laughs) is this uh, kind of uh, you know, this feeling of, do I love my hometown or do I want to leave it? Do mm-hmm. I want to stay here? Um, or do I want to go on and move to better things? And I think this is, is something a lot of people struggle with because again, it's, it's where you grow up and you, you grow to love it, but then also that idea of moving beyond, what does that mean? So um, we do, I guess, grow in that feeling towards our community, towards our locality, uh, because of all the experiences that you have from it. And mm-hmm. so just as you grow in experiences with other people, um, it's not in the same way, but you do have these experiences with, I'll say, you know, geographical locations, but you do have places that mean something to you. And, and I think, you know, if you leave for a while and come back, 
you do experience nostalgia even at the you know young age of 21 or something mm-hmm. no that, yeah no absolutely that is that is so true um and you know i think for those of you who are listening who feel this way about where you're from about your locality that's awesome and that's great and you know again we encourage you to give back to your locality help it improve um and become a better place for those who will come after you and you know that brings us to the final part of our discussion and, and that is locality and the pursuit of the good life and they're linked and you know if we take seriously the call to give back like that we're you know saying that there is you know i think you know it, at the most basic like we're saying justice demands it and you know we want to improve our localities a main focus of what we should be doing to improve our localities is doing so in a way that enables ourselves and others to better pursue the good life. Yeah, definitely. And I think again, if if you're if you really have benefited from your community in the pursuit of virtue in pursuit of the good life, then it would only make sense both from the justice standpoint and from uh, the charitable standpoint to give back to the community so that others following you, different generations, perhaps your own children, will also have that opportunity mm-hmm. uh, and recognize what the good life is and how to perceive uh, pursue it in different circumstances. So I think now we could probably get into some uh, you know specific ways that we think potentially you could uh, I guess contribute or or uh, add to your locality. Yeah, and you know I think it can be all sorts of stuff, right? It could be creating like we said, creating communities, structures, institutions that are important. You know. They, they may be some that your locality is missing or that would be helpful in pursuit of the good life or improving upon those. I think for me personally, I think one way in which, you know, so, I mean, I already have th- this plan. Like my plan is to come back to Houston. And again, you know, I think because Houston is such a big place for me, it's really like the, the small part of Houston, in which I grew up in, like, you know, at some point I want to be back in that part of town because that's, you know, that was my experience. And so I think, you know, there's a couple couple ways in which I think that I personally am going to give back to my locality. I think one is, and you know, we talk about this a lot. And we talk about families and stuff. I want to have a family here, um, you know, get married, have kids, raise a family, and if I do so successfully, and by successfully I mean you know raising a family and having a family and leading them in a way in which the pursuit of the good life is important and the pursuit of virtue is important. You know, if I do that and Alex family does that and other families are doing that you're really building up a culture you know I mean isn't it cool how everything is kind of linking linking together in this conversation this is why I thought it was going to be so cool to have this conversation I'm I'm smiling right now because it's just so awesome um you build a culture that of that is interested in pursuing virtue and I think that's a that's one great way um to 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 practically and people think oh you're just I mean this is there's a reason why the family is like the foundational unit of society right and so that i think would is one way and a very meaningful and tangible way another way is you know we've talked a lot about um for both of us the school school we went to particularly our high school i mean at some point i'd love to be able to give back financially uh i think that that's important um you know i think you know i've been lucky to have parents that have been able to do that already so while i was there they were doing that because they thought, you know, this is a good way to to ensure that our, they, you know, they believed in the mission of the school and part of the mission of the school was to raise, you know, you know, good Catholic men and um, have them grow in virtue. And so I certainly hope to do that. Uh, my, you know, 
they had a little more involvement as far as being involved with committees and stuff that, you know, were helping make decisions for the school and stuff. And that, that's something, you know, maybe I can do. Um, I, I know maybe at other places that aren't, you know, if the school takes off a little more and is a little more fortunate, there might be other places that need that. Right. And so that's, you know, there are positions in leadership and institutions that we can look for in order to help better our locality. And then, you know, also I think, you know, another way is just to be a good, you know, we talk about, you know, there's like that general term, I, you know, I don't know if Catholics use it as much because I, I haven't heard it in context, but you know, the idea of like a good church member, right. I mean, let's just use that. I think being a good church member, being an active participant and, you know, someone who's involved in the community and the life of your church is a great way to, to, again, to continue to build that culture. So I think for me, those are three uh, really tangible ways in, in my understanding of what I would want to do in order to give back to my locality. And the thing is, is for me, those are all, again, all particular to the part of town in which I grew up in, like not just Houston broadly where I'm from, but my part of Houston. Yeah, so those are actually the three that I was going to get at. Um, <laughs> of course, which, sorry. It, some, you know, it's good that we we're often on the same uh, wavelength, but sometimes and, and, it's. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is like we have like you know, you know, like we said before, we kind of like want to be directed about what we're talking about, so we have an outline and we just have like a question. So like, but we don't prepare answers, so we have no clue what the other is going to say to this. And so like, when we have questions like this and we say the same thing, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was going to say having kids like you're. Not only are you um, building uh, building a family that is going to influence other families, but you are directly uh, sustaining the life force. Mm -hmm. So, in a very practical manner, you are prolonging the existence of the community and your area because you're having a, a positive birth rate. Mm -hmm. um, so, I guess that's basically what I want to say. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say the practical aspect. <laughs> Um, in addition to all the other things I said, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm in accord with Jack for sure. <laughs> it's not just about the positive birth rate. Um, secondarily, I, I want to harp a little bit more on the fact of, of giving money because, uh, and then ha with a caveat to that, because uh, unfortunately or fortunately, the way a lot of things work nowadays requires money. It requires mm -hmm. some sort of financial support. So when you get a job, when you go get an education and come back, hopefully you're in a better position financially to give because of your education and your status. Right. And so with that money, while it's good to use it for um, you know, what you need and, and being able to spend a little extra for some some comfort items, uh in the Christian tradition at least, there's something called tithing where you give ten percent of your money and uh it's not always used just for the church. You can give it to a variety of, of charitable organizations. But I think it is important to give that money um, to different organizations, whether it's your church, another community mm -hmm. uh, organization, I'm just going to be general here, a school, something that helps the betterment of society. So that's one aspect. Um, but the other aspect is not, sometimes it's not enough just to give money. Oh, yeah. You have to do something and, else. And, which And that's what I was kind of getting into, like with my, my family, where they were, you know, my, my dad's ability to, you know, be on boards for certain organizations in our community and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, and I just want to expand, make more explicit that distinction of, mm -hmm. of you know, the financial commitment is, is definitely good, but being more active in the participation in the community is even better. So definitely yes. being on the board. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm going to probably mention a few different other other ways of of being more active in the community so one of them is uh being a business owner because you're contributing to the commerce and again it's financial but it's also a cultural aspect because right. the goods and services that you provide uh help help the community mm -hmm. so and that's, then also like the aspect of like how you handle your employees and that sort yes, of thing exactly yeah. 
and and again providing jobs and again bettering society because you're helping other people mm-hmm. being able to live and hopefully support families so uh, um i mean being a business owner is is a grand um pursuit of life and and a great way to give back to society because you are not only are you giving money through taxes you know but you're providing services and you're providing jobs for those around you and then finally on uh, more related to what you were talking about jack with regards to the uh, board idea is also getting involved in local politics mm. and because all politics are local it really does depend on what your community wants or what they do but being able to actively participate uh, no matter what side of the party you're on or what side of the line uh, just being able to actively participate and give back to society and in one manner especially mm-hmm. in something that's uh, you know a democratic process is something that you can do as well yeah no absolutely and i th- i mean i think I hope the people listening to this like see these as very practical. Um, that this isn't just some pie in the sky. Like, okay, they're talking about locality. How's this important? And so, I hope I hope all our listeners take from this, and I hope I hope you're as excited about this idea as we are. Um, I think this is an episode that we were both really looking forward to as we kind of planned out our first you know grouping of episodes. And um, yeah, I think this was a fun one to talk about, as you can tell from how excited we were, and we're glad that everybody could listen. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll expand upon it later because we we kept ourselves very strict on what we were talking about here. So hopefully in the future we'll we'll expand a little bit more. Yep. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Smith and Scholar. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast on all the major platforms, including YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Also. Follow us on Twitter to stay up to date with everything we are doing and thinking. Finally, feel free to give us feedback and ask questions across the different platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Smith and Scholar.